2: Back in on a Tuesday, along with Bob Fesco, I have Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, beat up producing, antenna down, app on. So, Odyssey app, 106.5 HD2. If you're listening, you probably can hear us. If you're hearing it really, really quietly, go to the Odyssey app. Go to the Odyssey app. Go to the Odyssey app or 610sports.com. Um, the weather. Uh, Jason Kelsey is retiring. Adam with the first report today, citing, uh, citing uh, sources. Sources who said he was telling teammates last night in the locker room following their loss that he was going to uh, to hang it up. Yep. Uh, so Jason Kelsey, at the age of uh, 36,
3: going to retire, and uh, we'll be heading to the Hall of Fame. I don't think anybody's surprised about that. We kind of all figured this was going to be the last ride into the sunset. Uh, for Jason Kelsey, and and he may go down as the best center of all time. I think that's hard to judge. You know, there's no stats, if you will, for offensive linemen that people can look at and go, "Oh yeah, this guy's the best," or "That guy's the best." I think with an offensive lineman, you know it. You watch Travis Kelsey pl- or Jason Kelsey play, and you just know it. He's he's the best that we've seen. Uh, at that position, at least in our lifetimes, right? I'm sure there were some others over the years. Jim Otto maybe was a good one in your lifetime, uh, but I I don't know that I've seen anybody play a position as good as Jason Kelsey played that center position, man. He, I mean, he had that whole tush push thing figured out and fittingly his career would end when the tush push finally failed.
2: Is that why, is that I think why? That's why I think he's done. Yeah. Tush push failed what more do I have I'm to out. offer? And he probably doesn't
3: want to work under a new coach and all that kind of pretty, stuff. He
2: looked pretty uh, emotional on the sidelines last yeah. night. Yeah. Was shaking. I mean, I think he probably does anyway, but it, you know, the fans were there. He was kind of shaking hands and whatever and kind of had a slow walk down the tunnel. And he mm-hmm. thought, hmm, wonder. Wonder if. Hugging wonder the line coach. The t- like the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, apparently then he informed teammates uh, after the uh, after the game, according to uh, Schefter, and will be uh, retiring. Yep. Yeah. Um, with the Eagles took a little heat
3: off Nick Sirianni this morning. It seems, <laughs> well, it's also Philadelphia. We're like, great. Glad you retired. Thanks. You lost a game. Fire the coach. Yeah. You know, like I, so, I can imagine I mean, that's kind of the way just it is waits
2: for a moment. Like, thanks for the memories. Oh man. He's the greatest. We Take love him. That's speech win, and now yeah. fire Sirianni. Yeah. So um, I'm, I don't know if that's still coming, but the, the crash of the Eagles started the season 10 and one, and then just crumbled. Um,
3: But essentially, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you can't keep firing coaches like on a knee jerk reaction like they did with Doug Peterson. And then obviously they may do with Nick Sirianni. You don't want to be painted as that David Tepper guy down in in Carolina who throws drinks at people, you know, like you do have to have some patience and. I know it didn't end well for Philadelphia. It did not. They gave up 70 more well, don't points. Forget,
2: I mean, they should have as well, but Chip Kelly had the brief.
3: Brief. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They've had
2: brief runs of people. Yeah, they
3: had up 14 years with Andy Reid, and that's right. For those of you joining us that may not know, Andy Reid spent 14 years coaching the Eagles before he came to Kansas City, right? Uh, And then Chip Kelly lasted a hot minute. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, lasted a hot minute. Nick Sirianni went to a Super Bowl and could potentially be lasting a hot minute. But you've got to be careful as an organization you don't keep making these knee-jerk coaching changes. And and there could be something in the inside the office that we don't know about, and that's fine. We're not privy to that kind of stuff. But this team did collapse. They gave up 70 more points in their final seven games than the Carolina Panthers did. And the Carolina Panthers were the worst team in the NFL. Both went one and six down the stretch. And the Eagles gave up seventy more points on defense than what the Carolina Panthers did. So I think you have to start looking at some things and saying maybe he does need to go. Maybe he has lost this organization, and if that's the case, then you do need to make a change. And there's but, a lot of good if, coaches out there now. But right?
2: if they just simply ran out of gas, because we know the stats and, of going and, yeah. to the Super Bowl and losing, and then right, I mean they were remember how hot they were all last year. Correct. So they've been on, they were basically on like a year and a half, just. Rocket ship, right right? right? right. If he didn't lose them, then I would, I would say, you don't fire him. They right. just, they just, they, they just ran out of gas. just ran out of gas, man. Right. And they but then you look at Andy Reid
3: and you go, why has his team been so competitive for so long and seemingly not run out of gas? Yeah.
2: You know, uh, they did defy that as well. They go into the Super Bowl and lose, and you know, the
3: Chiefs. Yeah, yeah like they mean? defied all this stuff. You know? Right. It doesn't so apply it, to it, them. Is, <laughs> it is
2: kind of weird, but I think if you just said they ran out of steam, fine. If he lost them and there's questions about his leadership, and they ran out of steam, then, yeah, make the move. Right. You have too many good coaches out there not to at least give somebody a look. And
3: that's the other thing. This is a very rare year where if you're teetering with your coach, well, you got Belichick. You've got Rabel, You've got potentially Tomlin. You've got, you know, uh, Pete Carroll that's on that list. Mike McCarthy may even be a potential nice grab. You I mean, guys won 12-5 and five the last three years. He doesn't have a quarterback, and they weren't able to get over the hump. But – May put Mike McCarthy with a quarterback and see, you know, what ultimately happens down wherever he ends up. So I think there may be some changes that maybe you wouldn't consider, but since your coaching pool actually has legitimate candidates this year and not Bobby slow and Ben Johnson. Well, now you've got an opportunity to go out there and and maybe make a change and get better because I I, I'm looking at some of these coaching interviews that are taking place. And for everyone I'm I'm quote tweeting, I'm going, that is not a better option than Pete Carroll. That is not a better option than Mike. able and you've got guys that are legitimately good head coaches, not wonderkin shot in the dark type guys. You got the opportunity to truly upgrade right now because of the guys that are available. So maybe you have to respond that way.
2: So uh, is Sirianni gone in the eyes of management? Certainly is in the eyes of like angry fan base, right? Of you course, know, and yeah. poll questions on our <laughs> sibling station, WIP, but will the, uh, the organization be making the move, is uh is yet to be seen this was sirianni after the game about his uh his future i'm not thinking about that i'm thinking about the guys um again there's a lot of guys in that locker room all the guys in that locker room every single one of them that put their heart and soul into this um i'm not worried about me i'm not i'm worried i'm I'm not worried i'm i'm you know as the head coach uh, i'm just trying to be there for our guys and our staff right now um you know through it through a tough time
3: okay what he should really say is is pretty simple. I'm not worried about me. I've got a huge buyout, and Arthur Smith is getting seventeen thousand dollars a day not to work. So the hell, I'm not worried about myself at all.
2: Yeah, I got a lot. I got a good agent. I took care I, of I'm things. I'm pretty
3: good. If they want to uh, let me go, I'll cash
2: in. It really went downhill since he mouthed off in the tunnel at Arrowhead, though. Too. Hey, I don't hear anymore. See ya. So uh, see, and again, if some of that was what they're experiencing down the stretch I'm saying that kind of uncoach like things really yeah. and if he lost the locker room then then it's a legitimate question
3: absolutely but but I'll say this again this is why Josh I spent all regular season not getting all worked up about things because the regular season was their doesn't title.
2: matter did they hang a banner like you know like the in season yeah the late Eagles hung a title in I the would, same weekend I thought, yeah. I'm still pro banners so I guess the Eagles should hang a banner.
3: Yeah. So that that's why you can't get caught up in the regular season. So what? You lost a regular season game. We're, we're in the final four now of the AFC. The Eagles are not. You beat us in November at Arrowhead on a Monday night before Thanksgiving. What did that get you?
2: That. That's it. That's, that's it. Tunnel, tunnel walk. Yeah,
3: whoop-dee-doo. And then
2: Tomlin, who knows? Mike Tomlin was asked about his future and didn't like the question. So anyone? Mike,
0: you have a year left on
4: your contract.
2: And seen, walked out of the press conference,
3: right? He was also wearing a stocking cap that didn't have the Steelers logo. Uh-oh. So people Uh-oh. are losing their minds over that Uh-oh. now on X. Uh-oh. He wasn't wearing a logo hat. It's Uh-oh. sending so a message. Is Tomlin going to
2: decide on his own? It's time to go try something else. Uh, go to media, sit out a year.
3: Who knows? Who knows? You know, we were having the conversation, BW and I Although I wouldn't sit out a year morning. if I were him. You would or would not? I would not. No, because you get you get to the point where you're like, I don't really need to go well, back and do that. And then <laughs> you're working for
2: you know, if not the most stable franchise like ever. Ever. Like yeah. where are you gonna where are you gonna really go that's better?
3: The only the only thing is, and, and better is a loosely used term. He's from the D.C. area, so there's been you know kind of you know hints that he could potentially. I mean, unless they're just seriously looking there. for a new
2: challenge, but you're not going to find a stable organization that you're walking out of. Or when you're walking into.
3: Or Josh, or Josh. Maybe you've won for 17 years in a row and have a Super Bowl championship, That's not good and enough. people don't appreciate you, and that. so you're like, you know what? There is that. I'm out. There is that. You know what? You know what Pittsburgh really needs. A really crappy coach. They need a a Todd Haley, Matt (laughs) Castle combination to learn what it's like to have a really good head coach. They've had three head coaches that anybody can name. It was Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, and then Mike Tomlin. Pretty good. That's it. In all of our lifetimes, they've had three head coaches, and they've won six Super Bowls, and they've had championships, and they've had winning seasons. Mike Tomlin has had a winning season 17 years in a row. That's not easy. They should be stuck with
2: a crappy uh, coordinator. They need Todd Haley somewhere.
3: They need Todd Haley and Matt Castle, so they can understand. Be careful what you wish for; you may get it. Because I saw a lot of tweets from the Berg yesterday saying, "Get rid of Mike Tomlin. Get rid of Mike Tomlin. You guys are horses asses in Pittsburgh. You're not getting somebody better than Mike. You're not. Like seriously, man. There's not a lot of good coaches out there. Maybe you get him a better quarterback." But you're not going to find a better coach right now in the open market than Mike Tomlin. The only one better is Andy Reid, and he ain't going to Pittsburgh. A really cool moment happened last night in college hoops.
2: We'll get to it next.
4: Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio.
2: There was a moment that happened last night that didn't make me feel old. It made me feel nostalgic and maybe a tad bit sad that it has taken this long to get this thing done. The Fab Five of Michigan. Jalen Rose, Chris Weber, Juwan Howard, Jimmy King, Ray Jackson. That Look at you rattle those that, names off. That class, those dudes. Finally, we're at a game together at Michigan.
3: Why has it taken 80 years to get done? That was 89, right?
2: 92-93 was the big run. 92 was, 93 But 94. they beat Seton
3: Hall in 89. That was not the 5-5. Five, five. Five. No, oh, okay. That was Interesting. Prior to right. Ramil
2: Robinson. Ramil Terry Robinson. Terry Mills. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Back when I remember every stinking name. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: Ramil Robinson. I remember him.
2: Um, obviously they, you know, had the banner taken down. Chris Weber got paid a whole bunch of stuff that now is like, no big deal.
3: Did they really take the banner down? Oh yeah. Erased it
2: it from the record books and all this nonsensical stuff. We saw it happen. It was, it happened a transcendent moment in college basketball clashing with really culture, culture. Yeah. I bought a pair of baggy Michigan shorts. You still have them? I wish. I think at one point I donated them. I'm like, God, I wish I still had them. So I made a trip to Ann Arbor when we were in college, and I was a, a little bit younger than them, but this was towards the tail end of my... No, no, I guess... Yeah, I was older than them, but it was... So the, were
3: you younger than them or older no. than them? <laughs> I'm like
2: looking now, I'm like trying to do the math, <laughs> trying to do the math. Yeah, uh, in their age range. They were. I was older than them. I was older than okay. them, but we were in college at the s- same-ish time. Okay. And I remember we we made a trip to Ann Arbor doing a game, and I'm like, I w- I literally went into the bookstore and bought a pair of shorts.
3: That's cool. And you were working for the opposition. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That shows you. But that, I mean, it was, the it effect. was, yeah, they were yeah, the dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like five freshmen came in and were like looking to, to wreck the establishment. And it, it was awesome. Here's a piece from uh, from ESPN, this is a number of years ago now, uh, about the Fab Five.
0: The Fab Five. Chris Webber, Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard, Jimmy King, Ray Jackson. The most heralded recruiting class in college basketball history. Fifteen years ago, they changed the game. Oh my, already, baby! Here they go, the Wolverines! Arrogant in your face? Whoa, you can't jump up at Christian Leitner's face like that. Oh, wait a minute. What's going on? It's kind of like the old versus the new. They worried me a little bit. I wouldn't say I was scared, but they worried me a little bit because they're freshmen and they're real loosey-goosey and out there having a good time. The most culturally influential college basketball team of its era, the Fab Five brought a new style to Hoops, starting with their shorts
4: hip-hop was coming into its own thing we all loved hip-hop we just wanted to, to have our own style we, we wanted to be comfortable we didn't like the tight shorts they look like girls shorts I'm, i don't want to look like john stockton or a ballerina
0: from a a, a comfortable standpoint the baggy shorts helped a lot
3: <laughs> if you go back and look when the fab five played and you look at Arkansas shorts ours pale by comparison but we got all the credit and blame for bringing in the long shorts the Fab Five also added black socks, black shoes, and bald heads, influencing future NBA stars from
0: top to bottom.
3: Like, I don't know, LeBron James. I don't know, Michael Jordan.
2: Uh, they were a rival to my team, yet everybody in my age group loved them.
3: Oh, God, yes. And the
2: media was uncomfortable with it, which made it even better. Even better. At that point in time. Yep. They were a traveling road show. Like, you wanted to... To you wanted to see them in your home building.
3: My wife has all this Michigan stuff that she's had for years, like a Michigan garbage can and a Michigan jacket that my daughter tried to get rid of the other day. Cause like my, my wife is like, you got to clean out your closet. So my daughter's like, Oh, everything's gone. Right. I go, we better keep this just in case. Cause I don't want to deal with that. You know, so we're going to keep this jacket. And I asked my wife one time, I go, why are you like a Michigan fan? She goes, Oh, the fab five. Absolutely. And it's created they her were, uh, as they a were fan incredible. for life, yeah, right? Yeah. They they did the college basketball what Taylor Swift is doing to a lot of folks with the NFL. You're you're creating fans that normally wouldn't be there because of how awesome it is. And if you were growing up in the early 90s like, you know, like we were, I was high school at the time, maybe a little bit before high school. I guess 91 to 95 I was in high school. So that was, I mean, that, that was the team. They were the team. They yeah. were the team. You want? Yeah. I mean, that was. I mean, holy cow! That was different. And that now, was unique. That was fun. Of
2: course, Juwan Howard's the head coach there, and he's had to mend some fences as well and bring you know, but well, this is the first time Chris Webber's. Uh, some of the other ones have been back. It's the first time Chris Webber's been back in since.
3: Hasn't that dry. unbelievable in the building? Yes. Well, he probably felt like they sold him out. Yeah.
2: Man. yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They. They felt like he felt like they turned. They turned their back on him.
3: Yeah. I mean, after that timeout, who couldn't? Yeah. You know,
2: like. But I mean, I to think that that's the first time that they've gathered for a game at Michigan is insane,
3: but it's not because people do hold grudges, Oh man. I mean, people hold grudges. How long did it take for Yogi Berra to get back to Yankee stadium? You know, oh. I mean like it, 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 there's grudges that are out there, you know? And so they need to be mended for the betterment of, of everybody involved. I mean, life's too short to carry these grudges. So get over them. And so they finally got over this Chris Weber grudge. Right. And, He's back, they're back. My biggest question to you is how fat were they? <laughs> they do not look bad, actually. Oh, no, okay. Jawan's not fat. No. And and Chris Jaylen. Weber's not fat. No. Jalen
0: always looks good. Jalen always, always crisp, looks good. Yeah. Crisp hairline. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now I will say
2: I've had I've tried to have interactions with Chris Weber over the years. Have not gone well. Nah,
3: no, they have not. Yeah.
2: He always had people. As a member of, like, the media, you couldn't get anywhere near him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, try, I tried a lot. So I was like, I just love Chris Weber. Yeah, you <laughs> did I try a, a lot. I've NCAA and
3: tournaments where Josh like, remember when you called that timeout? And no, I didn't awesome. do I would not do that. Of
2: course, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But, yeah, he always had people around. Remember, so he was, he was remember
3: little... when you were Ma? That was... was so cool. <laughs> no,
2: but that's the other team. Yes.
0: Yeah, the UNLV, yes. running, UNLV yeah, running Yeah, yeah baby. Spacey, Augman, I don't Drum know if those off. guys
2: can go back either. No. I, mean, no. You no. Know what I mean, these are like
3: scandal-ridden Tars. Tars ain't I going
2: back. I don't, I don't know if uh, I don't know if some of those guys are welcome on campus, but they should be because it was awesome.
3: They called yeah. him Jerry the Shark Tarkanian because the shark is synonymous with the name Jerry. That's that's <laughs> actually correct.
2: And heck, they were they were overturning the establishment too oh god Heck yes. yeah they didn't care wasn't about that anything.
3: fun though like when we were like this is what's going on now in college sports Greg, really.
2: was it was it Greg Anthony had the, the t-shirt company yes. they were all bent out of shape cuz he was running his own t-shirt yep. brand yeah
3: that's right yeah make that that's money. right <laughs>
2: you're like yeah he's trying to profit off you know his skill set his and make his own business and that wasn't allowed i mean it just the i mean all the stuff that we'd be Applauding now. Oh, look at this. Look at this student. They've started their own t shirt company, right? They're making their own t shirts with their name, image, and likeness on
3: mm-hmm. it. Good for oh, them. Yeah,
2: these were all, and they're, and this was bad then, apparently.
3: Yeah. Well, so. anything that took money away from the fat cat athletic department that sat back and drank coffee and cash big checks was against the establishment. They didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And now that we've leveled the playing field and the players are getting theirs, I love seeing the old guard so nervous. Oh, what do we do? Right. It made the establishment so uncomfortable. Yeah, And then they helped
0: usher in hip-hop, which was taken over. They made a kid like me in Northeast actually, all right, cool, I can actually care about college basketball now because... Before then, it was just, okay, Anthony Peeler, Doug Chivas. I would pay attention to Doug Smith. Haley Twins. i pay attention to my Missouri Tigers, but then, okay, here comes Michigan. They dress like us. They talk like us. They act like us. They don't give two flips. And they don't They're going to dunk on you. They're going to double bird you and then have fun. I'm like, all right, yes, I'm all in. They were so fun. They were
3: fun. They brought fun fun. to the game, and that's what sports is all about. You know, it's about bringing fun, and I think – Quite honestly, there are way too many sports fans who take this stuff too serious and they forget about that. This is supposed to be fun. And if you're watching sports and you're not having fun, well, then you probably should find something else to do because this is supposed to be fun. Even if your team lose, ah, it was a fun game, man. We had a good time, right? It's supposed to be fun. And those guys made it fun. They made everybody want to play basketball. They put college basketball on the map as much as Dick Vitale did, you know?
2: I couldn't ball, but I could wear the shorts. <laughs> damn straight. <Not laughs> and I reason. wish I wish I still had them. That's one thing. Like, I have a lot of old T-shirts and stuff that I've kept too long. I'm like, damn, I wish I had those baggy shorts. I know you could probably go buy me. They're not the same. I bought those on campus in Ann Arbor. I want them back. They were Why the first. I- why I get rid of them?
0: They would have those low-cut <laughs> socks, and you would take those tube socks that your mom and dad got you, and you, you would have to situate them in your in your shoe to where half the sock was by your toes, just so
3: it looked like a low-cut sock. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. Yep. So, so I- I- am I wrong to say? And I'm, I'm sure you know there will be Ku fans that roll their eyes at me. College basketball is not a popular national sport until you get to the NCAA tournament. Michigan and UNLV made it widely popular for people who, like, I didn't grow up watching college basketball. I think the first college basketball game I watched, and it wasn't the whole game, was when Seton Hall lost to Michigan in the national championship game in 1989. Just wasn't where I grew up. It wasn't a thing, right? It's not a very popular national sport. It is a very niche sport. Just especially like just in the, every sport especially in where you grew up. Yeah, I grew up in New yeah. York City. I mean, we had professional teams and, yeah. you know, we were consumed by the Knicks at that point in time. Right. And so I, I I vaguely remember watching any college basketball until that game. I don't even vaguely remember. I don't remember watching any college basketball in my life until the 1989 championship game. And I think Andrew Gaze and the Saint Hall Pirates. Yeah. You, we've told that story on the air, haven't we? Yeah. About how the team was hidden.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying I. I I I forget a lot of stuff.
3: Yeah, but you remember, I remember that kind a, some of Some random right? dude that
2: played for Seton Hall. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Australian.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. And they had another guy, and I can't. I'm I'm blanking on his name. And you said Ramil Weird Robinson. And that that's the only name that I can think of right now. Um, but it's it's safe to say that Michigan, with their unique way of playing, different. It was different. It was unique. It was fun. UNLV same way. Then Dick Vitale came along, and ESPN came along. And then all of a sudden, college basketball became more on the forefront. So I think those guys were on the doorstep of really making college basketball much more of a national sport than it ever was.
2: Uh, from the seven two zero back in Bob and Kling's day, they had to wait a month until Sports Illustrated put out an article in the Fab Five to read about them. Pretty much,
3: pretty much. No, I never subscribed to Sports it's Illustrated because they were screwing you. We're not paying for that kind of stuff.
2: And from the seven zero two, not the 720, 702 the ninety ninety one Rebels would have slapped the 5 Five around.
3: Of course. That would have been a fun matchup. Heck yeah, what Every if. bit of
2: that, and then Duke in between them, pretty much. Yeah, like pretty much was Duke running in between them, right?
3: But that's where, but that's what I think we've lost now. More so in college basketball than college football. College football is becoming more popular, in my opinion, because of the playoff. Who are the villains in college basketball now? There aren't any hardly recognizable coaches anymore, let alone players in college basketball. I mean, Bill Self, Tom Izzo. Uh, Bryce drew how how many recognizable coaches are nationally recognized Scott whatever how many nationally I mean, recognize... you could
2: recognize Bryce Drew if you want but yeah I think Scott's probably what you're but looking Bryce for Bryce
3: coaches yeah. at Montana State Grand Canyon Branch, or something doesn't he um h- how many recognizable coaches now are out there in college basketball how many recognizable players are out there in college basketball right now I, I can't like, you tell me the five all-americans and I'll say okay maybe okay and
2: again, I know Kansas fans will be Kansas fans aside who do pay attention to everything going on. I think I think they're in their own world, and that's fine. That's your it's your it's your but thing. Kansas if you're there.
3: basketball fans don't know who plays for Michigan I right now.
2: So so it was yesterday as we had that great sports day, right? Of all stuff going on. Like right. Villanova was playing Marquette, I mm-hmm. think, on like FS1 or something. So I, I flipped it on and I sat there I sat there for a good like four or five minutes and I'm like Who took over the Villanova coaching job?
3: Some guy from, like, <laughs> Long Island, I think. Right? You Wasn't it guy like, who center, coached at, like,
2: Islip State? I'm, I'm I'm sitting there trying to think, man, who took over that program? I couldn't tell you the guy's name. If, I'm going, me,
3: if you gave I, me a million dollars right like, now. And I was like,
2: oh, God, I don't know. Is I it no Mike idea. Whitehead? I still don't know. I still don't know. I saw him. I don't I don't know. And they showed him, and they, they had his name finally. And I was like, oh, yeah, kind of remember that, but not really. But, like. You don't know these guys some anymore. Some of those days are gone, and that's a still a good program, right? Villanova? I don't know. I, but you, I'm just saying that yeah. still, that's considered one of the, I mean, they, they, like everybody knocked,
3: like laughs, like Saban retires. That's a, that's they, a big blow. They
2: knocked on the door of, are you a blue blood? Villanova did. yes. Under Jay, Wright. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Right. 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 They kicked
3: they, UCLA off the blue blood line. Right. Yeah.
2: So that's an established, that's one of your marquee banner programs. Now and
3: I had no clue who the head coach. No, none. none. Who's the Michigan coach? Well, I just told you. You did. Yeah. It's Howard. Howard. Who? It's Joan Howard. Oh, Joan Howard. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Who's coaching Wisconsin these days? Um not Tony Bennett. No, it's Bo Nix or <laughs> something, isn't it? I don't
2: know. You're behind you're he's you're, you're past him too, the Bo yeah, guy. I know.
3: We're we're past yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Bo Diddley. Yeah. yeah. Bo Jackson. They're
2: just not it's just not as it's not there. in your face it's as it not. In
3: in college basketball, to me. Was always driven by the coaches, right? You had Lou Karnaseka, who's 99 years old. You had that that Grandpa Simpson guy at at uh, Princeton. You know, you had Kay, you had Roy, Pete you had Carole. Lon Krueger. No, not Pete Carroll. Uh, Pete Carrill. Pete Carrill. Pete Carroll. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, Who was that? Virginia nice? Temple. Chain, yeah, Don Chaney. You had the Tark. You, you know, you had Dean Smith. You had that one guy at Illinois back in the day, Lon Anderson or something like that. Lou Henson. Yeah. Like like there were like legitimate guys that you knew. That were college basketball coaches. You had John Wooden, obviously, for all of those years. Shaka Smart is, is in that category. Like You knew who Not these really, guys were.
2: Shaka's now on a different team. Oh, oh, yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Kelvin Sampson. You knew. You knew. You knew Billy Tubbs. You knew. You knew like Floyd Mayweather. Like all of these guys that coached college basketball back in the day. You knew them because you knew the coaches, and they were figures. They were they were caricatures. They were like great ambassadors for the game. Now you're running around. You're going. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. And once Bill Self and and Tom Izzo walk away, who the hell's left? Who are the Deans? I mean, who, who do you have left? Cal. I guess Cal, Self, Izzo. I guess you still have Patino out there. Yeah, yeah, you'll all, continue, I mean, like you'll always have Patino pa- Patino's <laughs> on the track of that guy who, who Tubby Smith, where, where Tubby yeah, Smith peaked at Kentucky yeah. and then went downhill from there. That's where he's Rick kept Patino coaching is. kept coaching
2: and kept coaching, but it was getting lower and lower. and lower Yeah.
3: Like I know he's at St. John's now, but they haven't been relevant in 30 years. No. Once they stopped paying players, like the story about St. John's was this, like they were able to get good players because college back in the day had a rule where you could give scholarship money to a player based on the average rent in that town. And one of our friends from Kansas told me And they didn't have story. dorms. And they Wasn't didn't have was? dorms, right? And they so you could get dorms. them a sweet-ass so apartment? Yeah, <laughs> so you could pay them all this money for yeah, Manhattan yeah. prices back in the day. And they all live in Queens. Six of them do a place, you know, doing their thing. And they're all taking in this money because you were able to pay them like Upper East Side money because there were no doors. was <laughs> a, so a great scam! It was a great yeah. scam yeah, yeah, back yeah. then. Then they found they closed that loophole, and then St. John's went to pot.
2: Yeah, yeah, because they they could give them extra money through the through the rent, mm-hmm. <laughs> the rent money.
3: Right. Uh, we'll get to a little uh, party
2: fair or party foul. We'll discuss next. Hey, this is Willie Gay Jr.
0: Wake up with Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio.
4: Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Listen to every MLB game live.
2: The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind.
4: Stream minor league affiliates.
2: The Midwest League home run leader. news of the day in the NFL. Looks like Jason Kelsey is retiring. Adam Schefter was the first report that he was telling uh, according to sources was telling teammates in the locker room that he was done that he was uh, going to retire at the age of uh, 36. So Jason Kelsey retiring from the NFL according to reports. Not a surprise if you saw the end of that game look pretty uh, emotional after they were uh, eliminated by the, uh, the Bucks yesterday. So looks like Jason Kelsey is going to hang him up and then be in the Hall of Fame in uh, in five years.
3: Do you think, like, like two things I, I want to know, do you think? Number one, do you think he walked around the locker room and goes, thanks to you, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. You know? Yeah, yeah, just because <laughs> it's cleared up. Yeah, yeah, I'm out.
2: Officially, you're not coming um, back.
3: And so he'll go to the Hall of Fame in five years. Do you think Travis will delay his retirement so they can have two parties now instead of just one big one? Yes. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, Travis got another year, I year was wor- three, I was, or two to go. Hey, he, he, I think it would have been nipped, cool to go in together. I think he nipped that last week, though. Yeah, I. But no, I, I know he'll be back. But I'm saying, like, like Canton probably couldn't handle a party for two Kelsies mm-hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: This was this was Travis. Remember last week.
3: You guys think about retirement? Am I the only one in this boat?
0: No. Is anybody else in this thing? All right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's not thinking about stuff down down the road, you know, I, I blame you. I think it's uh, it's just. I have no reason to stop playing football man I love it um, we still have success um, come in with a, with the right mindset and uh, I just love the challenge that it gives me every single day uh, to try and be at my best and like I said I have no uh, no desire to stop anytime soon
3: cool Good, good. And I love that answer, yeah. too. If you aren't thinking about it, that's your problem. You need to be thinking about this stuff, like max out your 401k if you can, right, or whatever they tell you to do. Um, so, anyway. Uh, that's you know, what
2: Kelsey's going to spend the last two years doing. Yeah, making sure everybody's financially ready
3: to go in the media yep. to retire. Yeah. No, yep. he's right about that. That's what you have to do. You have to think about, you know. going to always... take advantage
2: of that uh, that, that Chiefs uh, 401k match yeah, while he can.
3: he matches 3%. They're good to go. Um, so, that's what, absolutely, you, you got to be thinking about retirement. So, for him to say that, I laughed out i'm like yeah good answer there travis but yeah i'm thinking about it doesn't mean i'm going to i think about retirement all the time am i going to have enough money i think we all think about retirement and how long is it going to take for us to be able to get to that place in life you know
2: clearly karen at channel nine did yeah i heard i pretty sure heard her voice there
3: <laughs> don't you all
2: think we're she's like yeah yeah, yeah i do <laughs> Got
3: Len Jennings over here. I'm ready. Maybe,
2: maybe. All right. Party fair or party foul.
3: Explain. Well, I had a friend of mine that went to a party over the weekend. And and my my whole thing is I always ask how the food is, no matter where somebody goes, because I care. I want to know. I eat vicariously through a lot of people. And I'm like, how is the food at the party that you went to? This is out of state type of deal. And and he says back to me, it sucked. I go, oh, okay, that's a definitive, like, legit answer. It sucked. And so I'm like, okay, what sucked about it? And he goes, well, there were vegan meatballs and vegetarian food. I'm like, oh, my God, that's awful. I understand people are vegan and vegetarian and do their thing. But, like, if you're having a party and you're rolling out the vegetarian menu, I think that's crap. You should ask for your gift back.
2: Did they bring a gift?
3: It well, was a gift-type a party? It a birthday party. It was a big, oh, birthday, oh, party. Oh, big birthday, yeah. birthday party. yeah. Big birthday party. You bring a gift, right? You, you, you take your gift back. Like, I, I, I understand you have your eating habits and you can have your vegan stuff, but you gotta have stuff available for everybody, man. I'm not schlepping lettuce and chicken to everybody everywhere I go if I have people over.
2: Or you at can, least a heads up, right? Well,
3: yeah, yeah Hey, man, the food's gonna suck because I'm vegan. There's gonna be a lot of tofu. <laughs> eat my kind of
2: food, so be be beware. Yeah. So mm. if
3: you want to pre eat or something like that, but. I mean, I don't think you can hold the party and, and force vegan food on no. people, right? Am I am I wrong, BWM? No, not
0: at all, because earlier this summer, we had a big party. I had you guys over. I couldn't eat none of that food that I prepared, the, the ribs, the burnt ends, the baked beans, the macaroni and cheese, none yeah. of that. Right. I had my turkey burger over to the side. You got to do it for the people just right. because you're going through but what you're going through. <laughs> You still got to take care of the masses, right? You,
3: you and it's not going through. You made that lifestyle change to right. be vegan or vegetarian. That's fine. Everybody, you know, I'm a pescatarian. I love to eat fish all the time. I'm not he, out here serving salmon fillets as an appetizer. God, God, like you got, you got you got you got to think of your guests, right? You have to. I think you can have both. You, but well, yes, for sure, course, but, yes. but you gotta.
2: Yeah, I think you gotta. And not everybody that's not vegan has to provide a vegan option. I think that that's still like the smaller number enough where yeah. you like, I don't have to do that. Oh,
3: God, no, no. But yeah, you're, you're right. If
2: you go the other direction, I think you, could, <laughs> you need to heads up. Right. It's a little, uh, yeah. it's a
3: little shock you, to the you, system. You, I never thought about it from the other direction. Like, yeah, what do you got to have, one or two people that may not eat meat? Well, yeah, you're on your own for that. But if you're having a, like a party of 50 people, and you're just serving vegan stuff because that's what you eat. That's being rude to your guests. That sounds awful. That sounds terrible. I'm glad B dub you're in the in the same uh. Oh, I'm boat with you one hundred percent. Like do you walk out of that party or you just slam all their booze. Um, I'd probably
0: walk out and I'd resend my gift card that I sent them via email. Yeah. I would go ahead and uh, unsend
3: that and bring that back to me. Were yeah. they vegan meatballs that we said? Yeah. I'd try it. Well, I would try it. Maybe 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 I'd it surprise
2: myself. I don't know.
3: You have surprised yourself lately with fish, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like salmon. Yeah. It's a good gateway fish. That's It's,
2: it's all the farther the gate's opening, but that's fine. <laughs> it's good for you.
0: You don't want some Arthur Treacher's? Mm-mm. 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 You don't eat fish and chips? Nope. Really? Wow. I thought it was fried to do your I know. Double? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Especially with a good tank seven beer batter. You're not you're down on that. And a good tartar sauce, too. Oh, I don't oh, like tartar sauce like, either.
3: You like mayonnaise and relish on your hot dog. I don't, don't a, like relish. You're essentially putting I'm not, putting a, tartar I'm not sauce a big relish. I'm not a
0: big relish
2: person. I would I would dip mayo. I would dip it in mayo though for sure. <laughs>
3: Here's some fried fish with mayonnaise, Josh. Go at yeah. af, yeah. go after it, yeah. man.
2: I'm not a tartar sauce fan though. Uh, Bill Belichick, uh, reportedly interviewed with Atlanta oh, All right, not reportedly They Atlanta said he did. So that one, that's actually fact. Oh, that? did
3: they say that?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I have d- interviewed. Yeah.
3: Oh, I didn't. I missed that one. Yeah. I, I saw all the speculation that he was on some yacht in, in they didn't the, say uh, he
2: was on a yacht with us.
3: Like, where did they say his yacht was parked though? Like somewhere where like, there's no like way. Belichick. Maldives or something. Yeah, probably I I know. Know. Some, some bizarre location. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How did Be- they flew Belichick to, like, yeah, you no. know, the Caspian no, Sea? No, so last
2: night they said, we have interviewed Bill Belichick for our head coach opening. Oh, they, cool. They, 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 they did, did it. it. They, right. they went and said it. Well, after so.
3: everybody reported it, they've probably, yeah. <laughs> we better get out of here. The, it was
2: about the same time. But I think everybody uh, speculated he might interview there. They were interested, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But they, they announced, yeah, we interviewed him. Yeah. So we'll see.
3: That one makes a, cent- a lot of sense to me because he could take control it also seems like other than the quarterback, a ready made team, but go out and find your Alex Smith and let's go. But
2: would I want to go to a team, yes, with
3: missing with a lot of missing parts? I don't know. Andy Reid took
2: this job with no quarterback. Correct.
3: You and think went he out would and immediately to, got the quarterback. You think he would
2: have to do the the Andy Reid blueprint. One, find somebody you could trust to be the GM. Yeah. And two, go get at least a a decent Stopgap quarterback, right?
3: Go make Which a Which I think, I think
2: Alex Smith was was more than that at the time. I think Andy liked Alex Smith. So. Alex Smith
3: was a hell of a quarterback. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't.
2: It wasn't like oh, bite us time till we get the next one. I think it was no. I'm handpicking my guy who's available. Let's go get Alex Smith. Right. I can do something with that guy.
3: And and maybe that's Kirk Cousins. Maybe he makes but, a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: And you and you say just go get the quarterback. But let's not forget he hand selected the quarterback he was settled with in New, in New England. But if you're hiring a GM, he can go. He got. Get your quarterback. Bad advice or whatever from, from his buddy Saban. And How do you he got stay friends with like, Saban after that? Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is on Mac Jones. I don't
3: know. You, you know, 50% of players are ruined by the, the coach Fifty percent of players are yeah. ruined by themselves. I yeah. firmly believe yeah. that in the NFL. Right at some point, you have to take responsibility for your for your own career. Robert Griffin the Third is fighting with Jay Gruden right now on X. Okay, if you if you, if you had your money on Robert Griffin the <laughs> Third v. Random Jay Gruden, random things to be happening today. Right? Sure, and so they're they're battling each other, and and Jay Gruden made over some over who com- did
2: what in Washington.
3: Yeah, and, and 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 Robert Griffin tweeted to Jay Gruden, you weren't ready for a quarterback like me. You even said it or something of that nature. And I'm looking at Robert Griffin. I'm going, okay, if you didn't fit in with the, quarter, the coach and it didn't work right, then start taking ownership of your own careers. Don't sit here and blame Jay Gruden because you're on TV now. Mm. You weren't very good.
2: He was talented. But did he put in the work to get that? I mean, you never know. Like, did you put the work you needed to do to, to make the transition from college to the pros? Blah, blah, blah. He was great at Baylor. That was his peak. One of those one of those type things. So, I, I don't know. Is he the right guy to pick a quarterback? I don't know. But if you're Belichick also, don't you wait at this point? Like, you honestly wait to see what, like, Dallas and Philadelphia are going to do.
3: The ball's in your court. Atlanta wants you probably more than you need Atlanta.
2: Correct. So if
3: you're Atlanta, you're waiting to put them on the back burner. Hell yes. You put everybody on the back burner. Hey, it was nice to interview
2: you. Let's just see. Let's just see how this rest of this process shakes out.
3: Today could be a big day. We may see a move in Dallas. We may see a move in Philadelphia today. We may see a move in Pittsburgh today. Pittsburgh, I wouldn't take, though, if I'm Belichick. They don't have a quarterback. Philly has a quarterback and Dallas doesn't. They need to get a quarterback. I think
2: Dallas should move from their quarterback. Yes. Makes too much money. Makes too much money and doesn't lead you anywhere. And he's not good. Most cash earned 2021 to 2023,
3: according to SpotRack, Dak Prescott. What a waste of money. Seriously, what he are has you made more than that? Patrick Mahomes,
2: Matthew Stafford, <sighs> Lamar Jackson, Russ. Dak Prescott, top of the list. Makes too much money. So, yeah, Dallas doesn't have a quarterback. They can get away from theirs this year and should, even though it's going to give them a little dead money hit, but so be it. So be it. Uh, you don't want to extend him, I don't think, so move on.
3: I would not. I would cut him. If, if you could do that here's, June 1st type of cut, man, that's what I would and do then, with him. Then here's a
2: weird story. because
3: you, st- you Everybody's drafting a quarterback in the first round, so you're going to get
2: one. That's right. All 31 teams ahead of the Chiefs are drafting quarterbacks, or all 31 picks. Uh, New England's given the Belichick boys the opportunity to stay on board. So, are you really? Steve and Brian, the sons of Bill, who are assistant coaches, have been given the opportunity to remain with the team. Sources confirmed to ESPN. SI.com first reported the news about the Belichick's, whose future landing spots could also be tied to whether or not their father lands a head coaching job somewhere else. But they've been given the opportunity to stay in New England. How about that?
3: So let me ask you this though: Did you really make a change? You're promoting a guy from the Belichick coaching tree to be the head coach, who's never coached before, who's never coached, and we all know that the Belichick coaching tree has Dutch elm disease. So you're bringing in one of his lackeys to be your new head coach, and you're keeping the kids. How many other people? Like, have you really made any changes there? It's like you want to make change, but you don't.
2: If I'm Gerard Mayo, I go, yeah, let's just try something different here for a minute. Yeah. And it ain't the boys. No. <laughs> Not keeping the kids.
3: No. Yeah.
2: So, Bill Belichick got a divorce and the Patriots kept the kids. I think is, is what, what just happened.
3: Yeah. Know? I don't know if you're the kids, you even want to stick around.
2: Right? If you missed any of today's show, our chat with uh, Danon Hughes our chat with uh, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Uh, if you were trying to listen with the antenna today and it still hasn't been working, I get it. The app is working. You can go check out the uh, the Odyssey app or 610sports.com and catch up on what you may have missed. Hopefully, the, uh, the antenna will be back at some point today because Cody and Gold are next on 610 Sports Radio. Talk to you later.